perspective. We got the cool, we got the muscle, and you know we have the rule. We are the geek grills, we are the geek grills, alright. We got the know how, we got control, we got the knowledge, and we tell you how it rolls. We are the geek grills, we are the geek grills, alright. We are the geek grills, we are the geek grills, tonight. Welcome to episode 258 of Geek Grills. Uh, Geek Grills podcast is supported primarily by our patrons at www.patreon.com slash grills. Uh, I'm Ray. I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Ember. Hello, hello, hello. And Linda. Hey, everybody. And today's topic is our book club. And we are talking about Long Live the Pumpkin Queen. Ta-da! I have the book in front of the camera for people who can see us to look at. Hey. <laughs> and, and the letters are even going the right way. Yay. Hey. <laughs> All right. Uh, before we get into that, uh, what have you grills been up to? Amber? Scratching my ear. Um, <laughs> well, I, I smoked salt. Ooh. Yeah, um, I've been wow. hearing uh, Scott Johnson talk about his wife Kim doing it, and I was like, "Why am I not doing that?" Because <laughs> uh, I've bought smoke salt before, and it's a lovely thing to have on hand. It's good for lots of stuff, and I have like beautiful pink Himalayan sea salt on hand all the time because I throw it in when I make bath salts. And so I decided to smoke the big giant crystals, and. <laughs> Um, it didn't turn anywhere near as putrid a color as I thought it would, <laughs> and it's delicious. I actually um, ground some up in my mortar and pestle, and I made a brine, and uh, brine chicken wings overnight using that, and I may never smoke wings again, because <laughs> why would I? It, it imparts that flavor perfectly well, and then I can like grill them or bake them, whatever, so... That was an awesome and successful experiment, and I will be gifting it to people, of course. Well, I should probably sell it to people. That's mm-hmm. what I probably <laughs> should do. Um, but yeah, I played some rhythm games, which is a different thing for me that I am used to uh, last couple mm-hmm. weeks for part-time gamers. And oof, so they're weird. Um, <laughs> not what I expected. One of my favorite genres. <laughs> Metal Hellsinger oh, the- was way cooler than I thought it was going to be. Um, Weirdest one I played is Thumper. Because that's... Oh, visuals. I feel like you're high the entire time. <laughs> yeah, the last one we did was Melatonin. And it is literally like... I think I just played this before bed for a little bit. It's really chill and... Um, the visuals are all very like muted colors except i for a little while i kept waiting for something to go wrong because it's all based on you're in this character's dreams so it's really weird shit uh and the animation like the drawings look a little rick and morty um (laughs) (laughs) so if it weren't for like the cool music uh and the muted colors i i would have not been able to calm down just been waiting for disaster any minute um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I did some of that, and that was cool. So, what about you? Uh, let's see. I've been doing crochet stuff. No way. Like, like always, <laughs> I showed Ember this last week because we were doing our gaming stream. Um, but for everybody else, I've made a lemon cake, a little happy, so happy lemon cake with some lemon slices on the top, and a mustard bottle. <laughs> it's a happy mustard bottle very happy to see you um i'll probably make the mustard bottle a, a ketchup friend um Aww. i don't don't know why that wasn't in the book to begin with but yeah i'm just going through the book piece by piece so um i don't think you need now... another pattern for same thing different color though right it's true yeah. it is true but i'm wondering like why they didn't you i don't know to me ketchup bottle is more First thing I think of instead of a mustard bottle. So I don't know. She may have just needed something for yellow. 
<laughs> um, yellow yarn. Yeah. Uh, so the thing I'm working on, two things I'm working on now. One is this blanket that I've, as I called it earlier, off camera, blanket. Um, I've been literally working on this since the start of the pandemic, and I would like to finish it. So <laughs> I just, like, it was a thing that I could pick up and put down pretty easily, so it just was taking a while. And then I ran out of red yarn, a very specific, like, sparkly red yarn that I just recently found a dupe for. So I can continue. And, you know, I'm like 10 rows away from finishing this thing. So I, I would like to finish this. But I also need to work on stuff for the market days and MomoCon and everything. So I'm just... It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm also making a... Well, it's supposed to be a Brussels sprout. But because I am using yarn that is bigger than when, what the book anticipated I would use, it's the world's largest Brussels sprout. <laughs> Um, it's, <laughs> it's like, don't worry. I think we, it can still have a, have a fan base. I'm, I'm sure it can. Or, or either the world's smallest lettuce head, head of lettuce, lettuce head. Yes. Head of lettuce. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've been making that. So I've gotten to the green section of the book. We're past the warm colors, getting into the cool tones. So I've got... Uh, green, blue, purple, and then they have a pink and a tan section. So, five more sections. But we're in green now, so yay! <laughs> yay. Alternate, alternatively, I could make this into a, a frog. But we'll we'll see what the what or the a, a dark tone doozer. <laughs> yes. What's well, it? Obvious. This is not it, this is not this dark in real life. It's just okay. my camera. <laughs> my camera can't get the right color. Giant E? Right about there-ish is almost <laughs> okay. the color it is in real life. <laughs> yeah. Um so I had a ATE. Um a new character got introduced and I'm super happy, like I know that this is a character I'm going to really enjoy because at the end of the weekend, I ended the game with, like, a lot of energy. And, like, even though it was, like, tired end of game, I was still kind of, like, pumped up and ready to go. So I was very happy. Um, I got to be all flouncy. I think somebody literally was like, your costuming is so fluffy. Oh, like, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> um, the coat was a big hit. I've uh, spent enough, you know. I was very happy that everyone was like, oh, that's awesome. It's a great place to get compliments on your costuming, on your sewing work, I guess. Um, and I had a lot of fun. Uh, this is my uh, my wild, weird Wild West uh, uh, perfumer. She's a, an aromatherapist. <laughs> So that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, it's ATE, so you know, weird shit happened all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think, like, I think Ray and I have kind of decided that we're going to maybe do a little, like, small, like, just the two of us recording, maybe for the patrons of just going into the weirdness that is ATE and our new characters. The entire podcast. Yeah, it would take too long. Um, <laughs> All the LARPing. LARPing yeah. bonus content for LARPing. LARPing yeah. bonus content. <laughs> if people are interested in that, we'd be happy to We'd be happy to talk to you about our characters. We're, so we're always happy to do I that. I just do it anyway. We'll have it all recorded and then someday we'll have a spin-off <laughs> or something. Like <laughs> I'm just saying, if people are interested in coming, this is a great way to also get you caught up on the game. Yeah, it's true. Well, we'll get you. We'll get you right up to the the content. I'm um, not supported by ATE, but I will happily support them. Yes, we we love we love it. We love our our storytellers, our our game runners. Um, I got offered a promotion at work, so Ooh. that's I'm going to be eventually. They have to do a little bit of finagling and training up to get my position covered. 
but I'll be moving up from data entry to transcription. So exciting. Um, I have to, I'll get to move offices and, uh, get set up in a new desk and learn all, all new things. Um, how to decipher doctor handwriting. Yes. Kind of know how to do it already. Cause I've been there for a while and there's specific, there's things that you have to do like downstairs and, um, as a lab aide where you have to decipher their handwriting. So mm. I've got a head start on that at least a little bit. Yeah, honestly, my medical transcription class, a lot of it was just going over basic medical terms mm-hmm. that you would need to recognize in the scribbles to properly document it on your yeah. write-up. So once you got that, it's easy. And you also worked at an optometrist's office, so it's not like you're going in blind. Yeah. If you're in the same area, they would both smack me for that one. Uh, the main thing I'm kind of, um, I don't want to say nervous about, but like I've got a little trepidation for is dictation, which is where mm. you're listening to them talking and you're typing as they go. Because our main doctor, that is our, our uh, their, um, i trying to think of the word, pathologist. Mm-hmm. Our main pathologist is like a superstar, and she talks fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not going to get the device for that? Because there's a transcription device where I'm you have sh- a foot pedal, and you can control and, and start and stop. Because I used well, to do I'd some transcription drive. in a law office. Oh, that's I don't awesome. know. I've never done it, so yeah, I don't they, know what they've got. They most likely have one. They can't expect you to type at a speed people talk. Um, at least that's something. Yeah, I don't know. I've heard her doing dictations before, and I'm just like, oh, well, you scary. You so scary? <laughs> but you're doing a great job. <laughs> well, again, I think you're going to do better than you think, because you're also... A very good typist, so... Yeah, I try. <laughs> you're, you're not, like, henpecking it as you look at the keys or anything, so... Nah. Um, so that's coming up. It'll probably be in a couple of months before I move over, because, like I said, they have to get someone into my position first and trained up. Mm-hmm. Once that person is trained, then I can move. Or at least start training while they're training. Um, and then I started a, a, a new quote-unquote, new Chinese drama, new to me. Um, It's a couple of years old. It's called The Lost Tomb, and it's an interesting one. I am enjoying it. I'm in the middle of season one. I think there's, like, two... two asterisks. There's, like, two seasons plus, like, one extra thing. I I don't know. I just got started in it. Um, But it's different than the other ones I've watched because in most kind of Chinese dramas, you either have something that is set very much in the real world or you have something that is set very much in like the wuja kind of world where it's the wire fighting and, you know, swords and things. And this one is doing an interesting job of blending the two because it's it's like it's set in real world, but they're with the conceit that the wuja world existed. So fighting like that actually happened. There were actually monsters that they would fight and it all kind of has trickled into modern day. So it's very interesting, but they do an awesome job of like, you have the kind of normal characters who, you know, it's, it's, it's called the lost tomb. So they're, it's not a spoiler to say they're going to find this like tomb and infiltrate it and try (laughs) to get in. (laughs) And they're running from monsters and being like, holy crap, run away from the monsters. And then you have this one special character who has a sword and is like literally hopping around and doing the wire fighting thing. And they're having the same reactions that any of us would have of like, what? (laughs) How did he do that? (laughs) What is with the flipping and the kick flips? And why is his blood weird? And what's going on? (laughs) Is this blood weird? It is. It's like like his blood can heal people and like make monsters go away. And they have explained nothing. It just is. And okay. everybody in there is like, 
what is, where did he, I know when he came on this trip because a friend of a friend said he was a good person to have on the trip, which is your first red flag. Um, <laughs> but where did he come from? How did he train like this? Why does he have a sword? And there's just now in episode, it's, there's like 10 episodes, I think. And just now in like episode six, they're starting to question, <laughs> like, <laughs> where did this guy come from? How do you know so much about this place? <laughs> because literally in like a previous episode, he was like, no, don't knock down the bricks that way. There's acid behind the walls. And I went, how did you know that? And an episode and a half later, they're like, you know, he's really knowledgeable. That's kind of weird. And I was like, you, you weren't asking that when he knew about the acid behind the walls? What? <laughs> so it's, it's, I'm having fun watching it. It's one of those ones you have kind of have to be like, you turn your brain off. Don't think Suspend too much about, yes. yeah, don't think too much about some plot holes. Or coincidences, like how this other guy got into the tomb with them. Don't think about that. Don't worry. <laughs> but it's fun. It is a lot of fun. I'm just... The, the one, like, special character... His, his hair... He literally looks like he's from an anime. His hair, like, goes across his face. And it's, like, obscuring one eye. He's got a sword. <laughs> and I'm like, you are so sus. I don't know how or why you're sus. <laughs> Explain, <laughs> preferably before the episode ten, please. <laughs> so that's what I've been doing. <laughs> okay. So would recommend. <laughs> would recommend, yes. <laughs> it's on. It's on um, YouTube. Okay. Like that. Um. Yeah. So I also did ATE because we both brought in new characters. At the same time, which is not intentional. It wasn't, but it was fun. <laughs> also, bonus because it's like me and Linda can't not be friends in a game. Yeah. <laughs> and usually, the people you come in with, you have that immediate connection because, like, oh God, I'm thrown into this weird situation, and this is the only other person, even though I just met them. Hello, new best friend, because of drama. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, it's, uh, but yeah, it's super fun. Um, I had really little concept beyond, uh, chef, the iron chef thing. So while I was literally packing, I decided like, I need other clothes because I can't just wear a chef jacket all weekend. That's stupid. What? <laughs> so, um, I actually ended up grabbing like a bunch of like, like a little sailor dress and that's in black and like uh, that really comfy sailor sweater because it's warm and fleecy and I love it and it's cozy as heck. Um, and like a cute little matching skirt for that. And I just like ended up going 100% weeb. Comfy so, uh, Imagine, yes, imagine. Again, no way. <laughs> imagine like the, the twangiest twang with Japanese thrown in. I will. I will say there was a, because uh, uh, Linda explained it as me playing a Julia Child's character. And I was like, well, but I decided to go 100% weave. It's like at, at silly o'clock there was a. Well, you can just. Uh, what if you combine the two? And that's going to be a patron special. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you do the whole thing do... in that voice. <laughs> I I could do the whole thing in that voice. Nobody oh, wants God. that. I <laughs> wouldn't. Sur I wouldn't survive. Like it was at silly o'clock. Giggle loop. I made yes, she did a thing in the voice, and I just I lost it. If I hadn't had a corset on, I would have been rolling on the ground, laughing so hard. But uh, I will I will save a bunch of that. Um, I also was not expecting. Like I knew that I kind of wanted this character to become a mutant and go up the planner route. I was expecting the get that option the first game where you can like oh. But we're meeting a planter. Oh, we could go ahead and start and like the, the and do the thing and hooray! Christine said that was a hundred percent not planned. That was what awesome. she had costuming for. No, I'm excited <laughs> because now I have like all these ideas in my head 
for making the mushroom planter. So I want to make a mushroom hat and I'm a so mushroom excited. cake and a mushroom dress <laughs> and all of these mushroom things. Like I'm like, I can make a turkey tail hair beret and just clip it in my hair for when I don't want to actually wear a hat. But I'm like, I can make hats for every season with different <laughs> mushrooms. I'm way too excited. I went to Michael's and like started a collection because they had some fake mushrooms. I'm like, no, 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 no. We're not even there yet. Put it back. Put it back. I've had to do that for mine already. Of like, <laughs> I could have this for, nope, put it down. <laughs> I, I did buy a nice basket so I could go around site as a forager you can go around site and pick up trash and you can like get stuff for it and it's just nice to clean up the site and also to find cool things um so that's all i'm gonna say more detail later uh, <laughs> uh my mother-in-law passed um actually on my way up which i did not know about and my husband didn't tell me until sunday evening um Luckily, I was already off on Monday, so that kind of hit hard because uh, I've been with my husband for more than half my life, and I have known his family that long as well. Uh, and even though, like, so it was just it was just kind of a, a big thing. And his, she was always very supportive of art and crafting. And right before she got sick, she was like do you want some help with this costume that you're trying to throw together for that French game? And I'm like, yes. And then <laughs> everything. So, uh, it's, it hurts. It's grief. It freaking sucks. Um, but it will get better with time. It just sucks. Um, and totally different news, uh, or not really different. Uh, I've had time to just kind of sit. So I started persona five that game is weird. Um, <laughs> I'm waiting for more of the dating aspect of it. Of course you are. I have been informed that this is like a dating sim, but with tarot cards and weird, like, personality shadow versions that you're fighting. So I've gotten to the fighting. I'm pretty good at that. I'm pretty good at, like, at the mechanics of how they're doing stuff. I do like the tarot thing. It's like each character has, like, a tarot card that represents them. Like, I am all for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm like, I already met, like, the punk nurse. And I'm like, hello, punk nurse. I would like to get you to know you more. And all I'm getting from her right now is, you're my new guinea pig. And I'm like, okay, this could, <laughs> this could be good or bad or both. Progress? Eh? <laughs> uh, uh, but, yeah, no, I just finished the first palace, which is, like, the first story arc. Uh, which was good. I, I, I kind of knew it was an about abusive teacher. I thought they were actually like, there's no trigger warnings or anything. Uh, so I, I initially kind of read it as more of a sexual abuse story, less than a physical abuse story, which it isn't. You're doing. Basically manipulating and being very awful to their students and using their position of power over them to just make their life miserable. And also making inappropriate advances at a character that, like, you first see this character, the teacher picks her up in the, on the rain, then leans over and is like, hey, do you want to ride too? And I'm like, why is there not a yes button? Why? Yes, I want to get in the car too because I don't want you to be alone, older man, with this young girl. Uh, but no, that wasn't an option. <laughs> uh, it didn't go quite that route, which, you know, yay. Uh, it's just kind of like, hmm, okay. So it's more like some of the stuff I remember from high school than I thought. Alright. Uh, um, yep, I am also officially middle-aged, because birthday, and I got awesome sausage <laughs> and beaver gifts, and no, I am not going to clarify on that. Uh, <laughs> That sounds like a whole thing. (laughs) Alright, so with all that out of the way, uh, we can start into our actual book club! Yay! Yay, book, book, book. Uh, Start off with I really enjoyed it! Yay! Must have read The Pumpkin Queen. Guess who didn't? (laughs) 
Really? <laughs> oh, I, I, I have it. it. It's on the Kindle, and I just never. I like I'm better with the physical book than the Kindle, mm-hmm. so I just well, didn't. If you if you want the Cliff Notes version, there is a person on um, YouTube that went through. She she does little animations. Mm-hmm. Um, she's her YouTube handle is a bit frank. Um, and she has reviewed the uh, Long Live the Pumpkin Queen with a bunch of little cute animations to go with it. So um, I can see if I can find that. Uh, <laughs> post the put, link. Yeah, to post and the link. The links. Okay. I, I do want to read it, so don't get me wrong. Like, oh, this is a tie-in with Nightmare Before Christmas about Sally. Hell yeah, I'm right? here. I just. Do you, okay, so here's the big question, I guess. Do you want spoilers? I don't care about spoilers. I'm okay. Maybe, I, I, I'm okay with spoilers, because unless there's, like, a super big twist or something that's going to totally change the perceptive, like, he was dead the whole time, <laughs> I'm fine. Well, the thing is... There are some the twists twist, and turns in this. The twist is, like, really how it starts. Well, yeah, more than anything. Yeah, well, there's... Up, that's fine. There's, a, there's t- some twists and turns, but the thing about this book is that... It doesn't change how you, it, it'll change a, a couple of things on how you view the movie, but it doesn't break the movie. Okay. No, and oh. I noticed because I read the prologue and the epilogue because I am also that nerd. Um, that no, it good. is <laughs> an official sequel. It was sanctioned yeah. by the writers by M- by NBC. Disney. Yeah, it's canon. So that's exciting because we we. We wanted more Sally, right? For sure. Yeah. Like, how did yeah, she get no, all these like... skills if she, you know, with uh, the herbs and everything, when Finkelstein kept her on such a short, short leash? And you get to find out. Um... Way too much of the movie on Jack. Give me Sally. So. <laughs> <laughs> Where is the share button? So do you want to share? There I, we I go. give a whole uh, synopsis um, first or talk about details first because there are things synopsis first okay so linda do you want to do that so synopsis starts off with jack and sally's wedding a year after uh the a year after the end of the movie um it's it's lovely imagery like uh i'll just i'll read the first line to you at the crisp, inky hour of midnight, Jack and I are married atop Spiral Hill in the Death's Door Cemetery. Um, actually, I read more than just the first line. <laughs> <laughs> Wind stirs the bone-dry leaves, and Jack takes my soft ragdoll hands in his, the coolness of his fingers calming the fluttering, rippling across my stitched seams. It's lovely imagery. It's lovely. a midnight wedding. I'm like, oh, man. It's totally not feasible for a lot of reasons, but, oh, no, but it, it's like, so cool. it's, it's great because it is like, you know, describing everything, but with the, the spooky twist, you know, yeah. of like, it's, it's a blood moon tonight, which is great. <laughs> yeah. The, the flavor yeah. of the text and it's so much of it is really, really yeah. key to, because it's from Sally's point of view. Yeah, and so I was not expecting first person. Yeah, and there's so much that's like descriptions of the the her seams like tightening with tension yeah. or yeah, the, uh, the lost needles from all sewing and this and that that have ended up and they've kind of they're they're there in her stomach where in there and if she's afraid it gets this like prickly and it's like mm-hmm. so amazing to <clears throat> visualize and relate to right like having anxiety mm-hmm. or fear in that little prickle inside and to have it described that way mm-hmm. is it's yeah. so good i, I like it's, it's... get goosebumps the moon is a bloody red in the sky, a good omen, and a wilted o- oleander flower plucked from a patch of poison ivy at the far end of Halloween Town is tucked just behind my left ear, a custom that ensures a long, dreadful life. Oh, my little goth heart. Yeah, right? It's That's great. Like so tish, right? 
Um, so there's some that's, weird that's how it starts. <laughs> bits I didn't like. Was as crazy about like there. I get there's descriptions of more. I don't know how to put it. Like uh, liquid meat hand things. Like once in a while, it'd be a description of something being tasted or or or. And it's like, it doesn't fit. It throws me off of all this wonderful talk about the fluttering leaves inside and the linen texture of her skin and then and the ghostly dog instead of her hand passing through, like he licks her or something. And I'm like, what is this licking? Like, how is that a thing? You're like, did you have to go get wet first? Like, once in a while there's something like that that doesn't quite fit with the way all of that beautiful narration is happening and... and putting you inside the character but anyway oh well i loved that yeah um so like the first the first part of it is her kind of getting into the um you know the the auspice of being the pumpkin queen so she's got like things to do but it's she struggles with her kind of self-worth for about, I would say, half the book. Um, before she learns some things about herself. But it's it's uh, it's uh, there's a lot of language where she kind of puts herself down. But it's kind of part of her character growth. And it's the character so, we knew who was shy and hiding yeah. and then like could only speak up when it was like really important and... Um, yeah. So she she's having all of these like queenly... like duties thrust upon her after they have they have a, a one day honeymoon a one day honeymoon in valentine's what is it valentine's day town oh yeah <laughs> where it's just like flowers and candy everywhere and like a half price dentist <laughs> <laughs> and i was just like what it, uh, okay um and that queen like, is like so posh and perfect mm-hmm which, you know, makes Sally feel <clears throat> more insecure about it. I don't want to go back, but, you know. Yeah. So, like, she takes a break for a minute from being a uh, the pumpkin queen because she's ha- feeling, like, a lot of pressure. And she finds, she finds a door that is not one of the other doors. It is a door shaped like a, uh, crus- a blue crescent moon. Um, and... She uh, opens it and accidentally unleashes uh, the the Sandman. Sandman <laughs> accidentally unleashes the Sandman, who then proceeds to put everybody in everywhere to sleep, so he I'm can just... steal. I think he so he can steal their dreams. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know that's not Neil Gaiman's Sandman, but I'm just no, going to no, imagine no. in I my know. head. It was really hard to shake that in my head, (laughs) but she does a good enough job describing like what he looks like and acts like that. Like it's like an old man with sunken eyes and all that good stuff. Um, Floating around all spooky and putting everybody to sleep and stealing their dreams. So, so she basically has to go to the other, uh, the other holiday worlds. So we get to see more of them. We see, um. We already saw Valentine's Day Town. We get to see Thanksgiving Town, Fourth of July Town, St. Patrick's and Day, St. Patrick's Day, and nice. Easter uh, Easter Town. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they're all um, Easter Town in specific sounds really adorable because it's like a, a grassy <laughs> meadow with rabbit warrens and like one huge, beautifully painted gazebo in the middle where they're like painting all the eggs and there's small bunnies up there that have been painting the eggs and the big bunny is like had been going up the stairs like it was trying to protect them but they're all asleep (laughs) yeah the sandman has very quickly gotten everybody he was just like slingshotting all over i was like how did you get there so quickly sir um but she Actually, meets one person who isn't asleep in. Uh, I want to call it Clover Town, but that's not <laughs> Saint correct. Saint Patrick's. Patrick's Town. <laughs> um, There's a leprechaun. And, 
Yeah, she meets one leprechaun that managed to stay awake and, like, is the NPC that info dumps all of the stuff <laughs> for her. And then he gives her a magic yeah. clover and then she can continue on her quest. <clears throat> I I like I like it. It's just that was that that did kind of like, oh, you found the one NPC that will give you all the information you need and the magic item and now you can continue on your <clears throat> Um but then she goes to back to the Crescent Moon door. Um, and she goes to Sleep Town. Sleep is it called Sleep Town? What is it? Sleep. <laughs> oh, that makes more sense than she goes to the Moon Kingdom and there's suddenly a <laughs> Moon crossover. <laughs> oh, I mean there there are pictures of Sally in the Sailor Moon getup. You know there yeah. are. I mean, I posted <laughs> Jack and Sally Moon earlier. Yeah. I did Are you oh, called Sleep Town? I can't remember. Is it Dream Town? Dream, Dream Town. Dream yeah. Town. Because <clears throat> they care for dreams. They produce the sand. They, mm-hmm. you know, um, stuff like that. So Yeah. And then, the twist. The twist. The, the twist. twist. So she meets. Stop the... now if you don't want twist. Yes, yeah, so go away now if you don't want the <laughs> twist. Yeah. She meets the mayors of Dreamtown, who are also ragdolls, and her parents. Oh. Uh, yes. So apparently, Doctor Finkelstein stole her from Dreamtown when she was a girl, well, like a young girl, and gave her a forgetting potion. And then took out all of her fluffy stuffing and restuffed her with leaves. And this is why the dream sand doesn't work on her and put her to sleep is because she's from there. Because okay. it doesn't, That's yeah, really this, cool. the dream sand doesn't work on anybody from the dream world, from dream town. So then so after there's she. There's a lot of yeah. really good writing with like this, the, the. People, so many people falling into nursery rhymes, speaking poetically, half asleep all the time, that mm-hmm. it takes her a while to meet anyone who doesn't talk weird, disjointed in rhymes. Um, yeah, all of, the, all of them in Dreamtown speak in rhyme or, like, oddly. It's weird poetical dream language. Mm-hmm. Um, and little kids herding sheep, and yeah, so... It's very cute. It sounds like a place I would like to be. It sounds very cozy. But it's also so (laughs) sus. Like, you're in Sally's point of view, and it's like, but really? (laughs) (laughs) Your parents? Like, I was made. Like, what do you... I don't know. (laughs) And, And, like... And she's like, I have to get back. I have to wake up Jack. I have to defeat the Sandman. Everywhere's gone to sleep. There's nowhere to get anywhere. Oh my gosh. It was... Then it it gets pretty high action. Because your parents decide... In order... Yeah, in order to... So, because they make all the dream sand, they're trying to keep the Sandman out. So, this is one of the parts of the book. This is... They they keep the Sandman out of where they they make the sand with like a wall and guards. Now that he's not in Dreamtown, they're like, well, we're gonna shut all the doors to keep him out permanently. And by shut all the doors, I mean burn down the grove where all the doors are. Mm. Which okay, it's a little bit of a nuclear option, but okay, right? <laughs> Escalated pretty quickly. Yeah. But there's one door that they don't get to. It's in uh, their big library, and it's a door that'll connect you to any other library in the world. Sounds awesome to me. Um, Right. And they're like, well, you can go through, and then you can get to a graveyard and get back to your world through the graveyard in the human world, but then we're going to destroy the door. And Sally's like, that's not cool. (laughs) Great. So (laughs) this is the final choice. If I go try to save Jack, and I mean, if she fails, there's going to be no one awake but Zero and a leprechaun in all of the universe, because the Sandman's like, go to the human world, too. 
and I can't come back to my parents. Good job. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, she makes the choice and she's like, no, I got to go. I got to go save them. Because at some point she learns a sleeping death, like a death slash sleeping potion. Death sleeping. A little bit of both. Um, <laughs> that Sleep she, of the dead. Yeah, that she can use <laughs> on the Sandman. Um, and well, then she when takes he... the one that she used on Finkelstein and basically yeah. ramps it up to 11. Yes. Ah, uh, okay. And, like, uses ingredients from the Dream Town as well as ingredients from Halloween Town, slams them together because she's a master alchemist. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Um, and then, like, the showdown, like, she makes, like, six ragdoll copies of herself to le- as, like... Oh, my gosh. That's so awesome, though. All yeah. right, so at the beginning, all the, the witches and everybody was trying to, like, dress her up in all kinds of floofy, giant, like, black, crinoline, crazy. Yeah. You're going to be the queen, and it's going to be majestic, and this is what you have to do, and you have to wear six-inch heels. And she's like, oh, my God, no! And... <laughs> She oh, ends yeah. up using all that fabric to make, like, decoys. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> and so, like, she gets, she puts the potion into the town square, like, fountain. And then makes this huge speech to, like, draw him there. And then Zero, like, shoves him into the fountain. And he's just out. <laughs> and then once and that's he where falls the secret asleep, NPC ingredient came in because she yeah, made the potion and she put it clover. in the fountain and it was going to be like super obvious but like she put the clover in and it made it that murky green color the fountain water is yeah so that that's what her, her secret ingredient was <laughs> um, and then when the sandman fell asleep everyone else woke back up um, okay. Yep. And then, like, there's this, like, round robin for a little while. Well, first, her parents show up because they ended up not um, destroying the door. They decided to they, step up. They, like, took her example yeah. of being actually brave. <laughs> yeah. Aww. So so they, they, they show up. And then there's this, like, round robin discussion amongst the people of Halloween Town of what to do with the Sandman. <laughs> And it's so captured Halloween Town, right? Like from the movie. It's great. Yeah. It's like, we could chop them up to bits. Yeah, chop them up to bits. Let's throw them off a cliff and you can hear the voices in your head. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, But they spend so much time doing that. He wakes back up. But he's had a nap now. Apparently, his problem was he had never slept in the entirety of his life. Oh, he was crabby. Okay. He was stealing sleep dreams. Because he never had his own. Yeah. Sleep induced. It's so sad. Like, it happens. If you, like, lose enough sleep, you actually become psychotic. Uh, yes. So. I think it's like 72 hours you start going off the edge of sanity. Like hallucinations and stuff, but it takes a good, like, something like 12 days, I think, to go actual Mm -hmm. psychotic. But, yeah, he had never had his own dreams. And he was, like, much better now. (laughs) And he's like, hey, can I, he was like, can I have a cup of that every few days? That'd be great. Like, so he he goes and visits Halloween Town to get his his cup of of sleep juice. Um, like... (laughs) This is good for tourism. Good for tourism. Like, like that's the thing that they get into. everywhere <laughs> that, like, she had, her and Jack were gonna go places together through the doors, and she ended up going all the places, ends up being, like, a, now there's yeah, like, tourism between the places. <laughs> yeah, like, they have a haunted B&B, they've got, like, a cafe, <laughs> that's where he gets his sleepy juice from, um, and Dr. Finkelstein gets... Uh, basically, um, community service in Dreamtown for stealing Sally in the first place for like it's like a hundred years. Hundred, yeah, a hundred years of community service. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> and 
And then there's another door, I think, twist at the end. Oh, yeah. Well, but... first the um, the the grove that got um, destroyed in Dreamtown, they grow it back. And it actually grows back in, like, three days because it's magic. <laughs> um, sure. And then... Um, so I don't well, know what they thought chopping it down was going to yeah, accomplish. Just, but... Well, maybe they didn't know that because they never chopped it down before. True. Um, and then... Jack and Sally are, like, in the forest walking, and they find an ancient grove uh, of trees that are all ancient doors. So they have opened it for sequels and other things. It's really cute. (laughs) It is. And for those of you that like audiobooks, um, I don't generally... Um, and I have this in a hard copy and I was curious though. And I had an audible credit kicking around. So I was like, well, let's see what it's like. <laughs> oh my God. It's beautiful. It's and it, whoever's doing it is doing Sally's voice. Oh, and it's got yeah. music in it. Like spooky. What you would expect in Halloween Town background music. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. But if you want to get the hardcover, they literally have a little insert in the hardcovers of Sally's book of potions, home remedies, and apothecary cures. Mine it, it doesn't it, have that. It's in the back. Oh my god. It doesn't? I didn't Ooh. see it and I read the whole thing. Where's my book? I'm gonna freak out if I don't have that. What the hell? <laughs> it's it's only for the hardback, the hardcovers. I don't think Yeah, the... mine's hardcover. I don't think it's out in paperback yet. Oh no, I did not see it. If somebody stole it, I'm going to go to Barnes and Noble and pitch a fit. <laughs> yeah, because it. it's got uh, Boogie's Bath Salts, All Hallows Eve Facial Spray, Pumpkin Queen Perfume. Ooh, that's Rosewater, Vanilla, Jasmine, Chamomile, and Bergamot. Uh, corpse that. Skin Scrub, Swamp Water Face Steam, and Dreamtown Pillow Mist. Ooh, that's nice. the thing like Dreamtown she talks about smelling of like uh, lavender and chamomile I love yeah, just comes... the, the scent it, it, scent imagery is that the right word The it's sure. a lot of like sensory stuff <gasps> Sorry, it, it, she's not just describing what she's seeing it's also like you know the, the air and like the scents and what the sounds it's very sounds, yeah very tactile very tactile yeah it's um trying <laughs> well, to think of the right word I say tactile i have to do <laughs> <finger things. laughs> sensory it's very sensory um so i i actually really like the the author of this is named Shea Earnshaw i really much very much <laughs> or really much I, I, I very I, much like... I don't have it. Oh, no! It's not here. I like how it's written. Yeah. There's it no mine's... Yeah, mine's it's, it's in the back. Stuck in, or... It, sh- it should be, like, underneath... It's it's underneath oh the cover. Oh, my uh, gosh. Cover. Nope. The very Aww. last page of Acknowledgements and Mind Ends. Oh, no! Brian, check the back of the book. <laughs> uh, yeah, when you when you get it, oh. Well, mine like mine has the sticker that says Barnes and Noble exclusive includes special content. But that's Did where have... we bought it. Hmm. All right, I'm gonna go over there <laughs> and be like, I need to trade you for the other one. Yeah, I I guess look for the one that has the little round sticker on it. Oh my gosh! Okay, is it? In the meanwhile, send me the recipes. Please <laughs> <laughs> and thank you. Like jasmine and vanilla, or what? Is, in particular, it's funny you mentioned that, along with the mm-hmm. bergamot and stuff, and the other in the salad cologne is because that's something I used to blend. Holy crap! Like twenty five years ago, when I lived in Buffalo, I, I, and it was you wouldn't think it would go together and it did. And it was because like my boyfriend always wore vanilla and I always wore Jasmine and I decided to <laughs> blend the oils together and see if it worked. And it did. Oh, so it's really cute. Good. that It's in there. <laughs> and I, I love, um, there's little, 
it's Sally's secret tips, do if you dare and beware, are under each of these. So for, like, the Pumpkin Queen perfume, the Sally's secret tips, like, double or triple the recipe to make a larger batch to share, and to store this perfume for longer than a week, add white alcohol. So they actually tell you, like, how to do it. Make a clone and, out of it and preserve it. Yeah. yeah. Beware. Do not use more than a dab. The effect this perfume has on others is irreversible. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's cute. Nice. But, yes. Uh, how many, you know, do we do stars or what do we do? I don't... <laughs> like, where's the Goodreads? I will give this all the stars because yeah. I loved it. There was like the one minor why is why is there licking or something that was <laughs> freaking me out. Um or a little overuse of a particular stitch tightening thing, but like it, the, so much of that was so creative and so immersive and I was so gratified to have just more about Sally backstory, current story, there's potential future story it, it was just incredibly satisfying in so many ways and really did the voices also it the, mm -hmm. took you back like you were saying when when the the sandman when everybody thought he was asleep for good and <laughs> you could just hear that just like when they're arguing about how to do christmas you can hear them spouting off it was very <laughs> very much in the spirit of of halloween town i can't wait for ray to read it i feel like you're going to enjoy it just <laughs> as much and it was, there's this adorable, like the most adorable little tidbit as at the end when she has, she has herself restuffed with both, um, the like cotton stuffing from Dreamtown and the leaves from Halloween Town. Aww. So she's like a mixture of both. I'm just like, that's so cute. <laughs> yeah, it's her seams all straightened up, but like not that one little one that she's always pulling at that we've seen in the mm -hmm. movie that she talks about in the book, and that her mother has the same habit. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's really really cute. <laughs> we and the um, last bit now. <laughs> we have well, we warned, we warned you. <laughs> no, I still want to read it. Yeah. So also. Uh, uh, all, the other thing, I mean, by the way, the, you were the, saying. The, the front cover is beautiful, by the way. Yeah. Like, no, I'm a little sad because there's pictures of the paperback. She's actually in full color. Like, it's her oh, dress oh, is wow. full colored. But, like, um, in the, uh, the hardback, only her hair is colored. So I'm a little sad that they don't. I didn't have the full color one, but they didn't have the Wait, paperback. Here we, we at have another my store. difference. Mine's got uh, color. Oh, interesting. Oh, that must have been. That must have been the first run. I bet you that's that was like one of the first runs, and then they've they've redone it. And put in like the second stuff, but took out the color of her dress. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't, Mark... yeah, I, don't, I don't know how Mark's Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how marketing works. <laughs> Nobody does. Right. I'm looking <laughs> at this author. I'm going to follow her on Goodreads. She does a bunch of YA, but I yeah. I, I find I tend to read a lot of YA. Um Well, what's what's hilarious is that um this book was right next to a bunch of other like Disney offshoots. Mhm. Mm it's like, you know, what would happen if Sleeping Beauty never woke up? What would happen if uh, it was Belle's mother who cursed the beast? What would happen if it's a lot of, like, what-if stories? Then they were right next to it. <laughs> All in the YA section. after Marvel. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have you know. kids now that are growing up on that. What's the one with the little bitty? Yeah. There's, like, a tiny tot's. Disney princess thing. I don't know what the hell it's called. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, reimagining fairy tales really isn't that new. No, oh, it's, no. it's not. No, it's, yeah. that's, that's been all right. Oh, oh, I, oh, I almost forgot. Before that. I, I almost yes. forgot. I finally bought the Ooh. Disney princess crochet kit. <laughs> oh, oh, my Aww. God. The curls on Merida make me so happy. Cute. So, I would have been happy just with the book. But they don't just sell the book. You have to buy the whole oh, kit. Oh, no. <laughs> Not the whole kit. 
So now I can make tiny princesses. They're supposed to be like yay big. Like three or four inches tall. Cute. So Alright. <laughs> so I think that about does it for uh for our book club. Yeah. Uh if you wanna <laughs> chime in uh with any any recommendations or if, what your opinions are with book club, uh, let us know. You can email us at geekgrills at gmail.com or you can tweet us at geekgrills. And what are you grills anticipating right now? I think, Linda, you just answered with more crochet. <laughs> yeah, more just more yeah. M-O, what is it, M-O-A-R, more crochet. Yeah, more crochet. <laughs> Uh, like I said, so I'm in the green section now. I gotta get to the end of this book. <laughs> what about you, Ember? Um, I'm going to see Into the Haggis. Uh, husband, uh, the band my husband was in many years ago. They're coming to Charlotte. They're coming to Asheville. I think a bunch of other places in the area. And Craig contacted us to see if we wanted to go. So it will be the first time we're uh, seeing a show at the Neighborhood Theater uh, Friday. And I am super excited. It should be a lot of fun. Cool. Um, yep. About you. I've got uh, Garns of Destiny this weekend. Oh, right. Or... That's this weekend. It is this weekend. And again, like, Scott did the sneaky thing of paying ahead, so I'm committed. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's, I'm just. I'm also coming up to retirement with this character, so this game or next game or a soonish game. So I'm kind of ready to go, but I don't see the good story to leave on yet. So, oh, uh, I'm also going to be learning glass mosaics uh, because Scott wants me to finish a mosaic that his mom started. And she has done most of it. And I've never done glass mosaics, so I'm going to get some stuff and do a a small test run to see how this goes before I touch it, because I will just cry a million tears if I ruin it. Is it um is it in is it in plaster or does she do it with like Uh, metal? I don't know what the base is that she's building it on top of. Uh, I'd have to look at it again. She has done most of it, it looks like. So uh, the way she does it is she was, um, she would kind of like a pixel art and break it apart to do it that way. And she has done most of her face because she was doing a self-portrait before stuff. So okay. like, most of that is done. So it would literally just be me doing background. And it looks like it would just be me applying glass bits to the base, which to me, if I remember, also looked glass. Oh, look, I've done it with plaster, so if you, (laughs) I've done it with, if it's it's doing with plaster, I can help you with the glass and putting it in, but that's, we'll talk about it later. (laughs) Yeah, I did look around, I'm like, okay, everything seems easy. Too easy. I don't believe you. I'm gonna make a few on my own first, before I touch this, because... I don't want, I don't want to, it would just be too devastating. So, then hopefully I can also go back to my aerial class, which I haven't been to in two weeks because of everything, and roller skating again. I might have bought another pair of quad skates. (laughs) But but these are higher, so these are different. These are more like the ones you get at Sparkles or when you go rental, so. Yes, the ones I fall off of. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's, uh, it's also because I've been asked not to get into derby, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, remember folks, uh, you can always that come is the live show reminder, live. that is Ember and not me, <laughs> shut up for a moment. It'll come watch us record live at twitch.tv slash geekgrills on most Monday evenings. Our next one will be on March 13th. 2023 at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. We're going to be joined by Veronica Susie and talk about the unfortunate legacy of She Who Shall Not Be Named. Mm-hmm. And in addition to the subs and bits that we get on Twitch, we are supported by our amazing patrons, the greatest girlfriends on the internet. You can become a patron at www.patreon.com grills. 
And if you have Amazon Prime, you can sub to us for free every month on Twitch. And another way to show your support is by leaving us a review. You can do so on any of your podcast catchers. You can check out what topics we're doing in the next month on our schedule below on our Twitch page. And if you're a patron, you can always suggest a topic for us. We will do it, and we would love to hear your ideas. And where can we find you on the interwebs? You can find me on Instagram under the name madcap underscore misc. That's M-I-S-C. You can check out my website at madcapm.com. Easiest for me is to go to 9of12.com. That's N-I-N-E-O-F-1-2 dot com. And you can find me on Instagram under Dapple Dame. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Good game. GG. 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 Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>
And long live the pumpkin queen. Yes. <laughs>